wear a mask. You know, during World War II, people made all kinds of sacrifices for the country. Yeah, that was the great generation, not this generation. Yeah. What generation is this? This is the fucked up generation. Fucked up <laughs> generation. They call you yeah. fucked up. How do you go from great to fucked up that quickly? <laughs> we were raised by the great generation. Yeah, but they fucked us up. <laughs> yep. They fucked, they overindulged us. Well, Brandon, I'm sorry that people are doing that to you. you were, um, uh, you're absolutely right. I agree with you. It's just, it's the worst thing in the world. Let's go to Russ. Hey, good morning, everybody. How's How about doing? the worst generation? Did you say that? Well, that's not enough. I mean, we're really fucked up. Yeah, but, you know, can't go around saying that. People oh, you think it. 60 Minutes can't use that? Yeah, go with the worst generation. <laughs> Hi, Pitch Eric went to a uh, barbecue on Saturday. Ugh. Went to a friend's house. First of all, who would have High Pitch to their house? And I love everybody, when they say they're getting together, they're social distancing. Bullshit. Yeah. Russ, go ahead. Hey, so um, I got tired of watching all the COVID and the riots, so I decided to channel surf last night, and I wanted to recommend a show that I found. It's a two-part miniseries, so it's not a big investment in time, and it's called Laurel Canyon. I watched it's it. It's all about the... Oh, did you? What'd you yep. think of it? Thought it was really good. What is it about? Yeah. It's about Laurel Canyon was this magical place when um, the music scene started Oh, is this the, the music one? I saw this. Yeah, it was on Epics or something. Yeah, David Crosby's um, yeah. in it a lot. David Crosby, the turtles are in it, yeah. the monkeys, the, um, then, you know, they get into uh, Jackson Brown, the Eagles, and it was this magical place in L.A. It sounds great. I mean, when um, what happened was Frank Zappa moved up to Laurel Canyon. This is in California. And other artists started to all go up there and in the beginning you know that's like where where uh, Joni Mitchell went and she met Graham right. Nash there and she dated this one and that one and it, be it became a whole community of musicians and they just hung out mama Cass, all the mamas and the papas were there and it it just seems like um like this wonderful artist yeah, Enclave. it was like this. Yeah. Yes, and, and and they would all like swap songs and write songs together. It was very cool. And so the documentary is about that time, and it's it's pretty cool. It's good. I liked it. Yeah, well, I forgot the name of it, but I saw it, it better than I could. Yeah, I know. That's why I. That's why I did it. <laughs> he knew it might be right, kind of trouble. I thought it would be kind of boring if uh, Russ started explaining what Laurel Canyon was. <laughs> all right, well, dude. Later. You, Thank you. Oh, Dave, go ahead. You're on the air. Hey, Howard. I'm worried about Beth. Why? Well, the few times she's been on the air, right, she delivered your strawberries, and it's like she slipped and fell down. Another time she was crawling on the floor behind you. Yep. And then we find out she fell down the steps and hurt her foot. We we just want to make sure she's doing okay. You have her carrying boxes. You have her doing all sorts of work. We, Are we, you suspicious that her. these injuries aren't accidents? No, here's what it is. Beth, you know, I am very cautious. Beth is like in a frenzy. She When something <laughs> has to be done, she has to do it right away. And she's just like, I go, hon, why didn't you ask me to move the box? I don't want to. I, I, I just wanted it done. So she, and then she does things very fast. 
I'm the opposite. I move very slow. <laughs> and when she moves fast, sometimes she'll fuck her ankle up. She'll, do, you know. So I say to her, "Slow down, like me," because that's not who I am. Do you know what they're doing now, though? When you do these telemedical um, visits, because a friend of mine hurt herself somehow. She, it was Simona, who's the pianist, and she right. did some gardening and rubbed the skin off of the her fingers. So she had to do one of these telemedicine things and she and her husband were sitting there and they're talking to the doctor. And then at some point the doctor said, could your husband walk out for a second? Because I need to talk to you personally. Oh, to and see if so he's abusing her. Her husband moves out of camera shot. She doesn't leave right. the room. And yeah. she says, is everything okay? Yeah. <laughs> No, everything's not okay. The woman plays the piano for a living, and she's rubbing the skin <laughs> off her fingers. Something is definitely wrong. Why would she but do I that? But it was so funny because they're not saying, make sure your husband's out of the room before I start whispering, is it okay? Are you safe where you are? Yeah. No. But they're I'm, having it, to do that because the increase in um, domestic violence during the pandemic. Right. But please make sure the man is out of the room or you develop some kind of a signal so the woman can actually part, uh, communicate with you. Yeah, but Don't Beth, just say, Beth, is your husband listening? Is he hurting you? <laughs> Meanwhile, I even said to Beth, let me do a little bit of this uh, work you're doing. I said, first of all, you're getting ripped and I'm getting fat. <laughs> I need I know, a, you're I, sitting there. I'm seeing a little belly. Yeah, right? See yeah. That? Yeah, I got a belly. <laughs> And meanwhile, I weigh less than I ever did, but I just have a belly. <laughs> I know my T-shirt's very tight. What's going on there? I'm fat. <laughs> no, I'm actually thin, but you know what it is? My jacket is kind of tight, and it's pulling uh -huh. my it's pulling my shirt. Oh, it's pulling the shirt. I don't know. I'm a mess. You know what? I'm going to stop working <laughs> out completely. I spend so much time working what? out. Yeah, I, I've had enough. I just want to be fat. You cannot stop working out because that I leads to. to not only fat, but not being able to walk. Yeah, I don't need to walk. It's COVID-19. <laughs> I really, I don't need it. All right, Dave, uh, don't worry about Beth. She's doing fine. Uh, we checked on her. <laughs> we got Howard out of the room. And let's just go to John from Florida. A lot of Florida. Hey, buddy. Two quick comments. The new app is the best. I listen to it all the time. Right. And the other thing on the show, normal people. Is there enough sex on that show for you? It's fantastic. Those Isn't people that are at it all day long? Yep. Yeah, well, that's what, you know, listen, and they're you know, portraying life in high school and college, and that's what, you know, when I was in high school and college, if I had sex, I could have sex five times a day. So they, they, Yeah, it makes we sense. would always say there was a fucking phase. In right. every relationship, when people first met, you never saw them because they right. were always doing it. They couldn't fuck enough. <laughs> but it's a really good show. There's I love that show. There's another great actor on there. There's another great actor on there. His name is Frank Blake. He's been on the Frankenstein Chronicles, and then he was a Northern Century in the Game of Thrones. Good Irish up-and-coming actor, Frank Blake. Anyway, buddy, have a great day. Right. Hi, Robin. Hi. The girl who's the lead in Take that care. show. She's going to have a big career. I don't know her name, but. And then uh, Beth was very, said the guy, the, the lead guy is very good looking, too. I didn't think so. 
Well, let me ask you something. Do you all, are you always right about these predictions that somebody's going to have a big yes. career? Always. Always right. <laughs> I've never been wrong once. It's crazy how I know. I should be like a talent scout. Uh, just a couple of things, because um, I'll end the show, but I do want to... The oh, if anybody's have. interested in what the theater group will be talking about this week, we will be talking about a streetcar named Desire. Nobody cared. <laughs> a lot of people wrote in about uh, our show before vacation with Jerry Seinfeld. They enjoyed hearing Jerry. They like his uh, Netflix special, 23 Hours to Kill. Uh, I can't begin to tell you what a treat it is to hear Howard and Jerry together. Two living legends that provide such a compelling conversation. It was a fantastic conversation. So there you go. A lot of people enjoyed it. Even the famous actor, Mike Rappaport, tweeted, Jerry Seinfeld dropping gems on the Stern Show today. There you go. How Many does people it feel to be a living legend? Oh, my God. It's fantastic. Although it's yeah. a little cold, actually. <laughs> Jerry seems so well-adjusted and happy in his amazing life. It was so cool to hear that Jerry says that he thinks Andy Kaufman could have pulled off the Kramer role on Seinfeld after Howard suggested it. As a matter of fact, um, yes, uh, that made a lot of news. Jerry did it. That. Yeah, I read a lot of articles about it. Let me ask you something else, because this man points to something in his question that he's well put together. You know, I came away from that interview and I said, you know, he's a very wise man. He is very well adjusted, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But he, I'm a you know, he dispenses wisdom to you. <laughs> like he's always telling you how, how wrong you are about Yeah, everything. every minute. <laughs> he goes, you know why we like, uh, you know why we do our jobs? Because we like it. That's right. He I knows. don't care what you say. That's not true. You like it. <laughs> yeah. I, I love when Jerry comes on the show. So um, that was, I'm glad everybody enjoyed it as much as I did. Bowie 100 on Memorial ah. Day. Howard 100 turned into Bowie 100, where we played Ba Ba Bowie song parodies all day. The audience always enjoys this, and they love to point out their favorite Ba Ba Bowie songs. I'll read you a couple of comments. Yes, Did they Bowie do a countdown? Of course. I don't know. Yes, <laughs> Bowie 100 is something that I look forward to every year. Baker Street Bowie is my all-time favorite. Baker Street Bowie. Do you remember that one? Because we should do a countdown of the top 100 Bowie songs voted on by the audience. Ba, 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 I love this. People love it. It's, ba, it's, ba, it strikes a chord ba, with people. <laughs> Baba Bowie song parodies have ruined dozens of songs for me. I can't sing the originals without inserting Bowie lyrics. Well, it's fun because it's a lot easier. Yeah. Uh, the special was great. I didn't need a barbecue on Memorial Day. I needed this. Angry Young Bowie. It's a masterpiece. I love Bowie 100 as always. Thanks for being such a good sport, Gary. My wife and I listened all day long. Every Flemmy morning is my favorite. Every Flemmy morning. That was the, uh, the every Flemmy morning. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, yeah, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> every morning, Gary's hacking up some mucus.
as his throat is filled with gross green phlegm. <coughs> his breath is smelly and he fills his big fat belly with imitation crab meat from a can. I eat when I'm hungry. Someone make that man. <coughs> By the way, this is actually Mark McGrath, isn't it? From Sugar Ray? Yeah, it is. He, 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 what a great yeah, guy. I think he wrote this, right? I don't know. Did he write the lyrics for this? No, no. We came up with it, and then we asked him to record it. Of course, uh, I was the one who had to ask him. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we like watching you do that. <laughs> oh, wait, Gary, you look like you gained weight in uh, quarantine. I have not. Really? No. You're the same weight? It's exact. Wow. Where was that hammock picture taken? Did you see that? No, yeah, I'm blocked. I'm blocked from his Facebook. <laughs> no, it was on. It was on Instagram. Oh. It was in my backyard. You, you should have seen it. Why? Why what's going on? Because Gary looks very big. It looks like his dog is about to be fallen on by a whale. <laughs> Why would you put that on there? Why would you put that on there, Gary? I don't think I look like that. <laughs> oh, you thought you looked good. I thought I looked okay. Howard, do you want to see it? Do you want to see the the picture in question? Okay, hold on one second here. Beach whale buoy? Sure. (laughs) Wow. A big boy. I got to Yeah, I'm worried for the dog. Dog looks like if if Gary moves an inch, he's going to just fall right on the dog and kill it. (laughs) A man in his castle. What a picture. Why do you put that picture up there, Gary? I don't understand. Do you you want people to see you relaxing on your hammock? I don't know. Just a sunny day. People, I put I put up a lot of pictures of my dog. So my dog. This is mostly uh, you. I don't see that the dog is barely there. It's (laughs) mostly you. (laughs) By the way, people have been voting for their favorite Baba Booey song on HowardStern.com. Angry Young Booey is the clear leader with thirty nine. Coming in second. Carmina Bowie? Which one is that? Oh, I love this. I, I like this one. Or I thought I liked it until I heard it the whole way through. Oh. oh Why? What don't you like about it? One, yeah. Well, it starts out great like this, right? Yeah. And then, <laughs> then it goes into some really nasty shit. Oh, what? Mama Monkey? It's big green teeth, big fat ass. Oh, let me hear got dark yeah people love it they came in second to uh, angry young buoy with 29 percent of the vote baba buoy baker street then came in third with 10 percent baba bohemian rhapsody seven percent i love that one Darth Bowie and Bowie's Delight tied for five percent. I like this Darth Bowie. Yeah, this is a good one. 
Gary? I did not. <laughs> this one I don't like. A buoy delight? Didn't Sal write this one? Well, that's Sal doing it. I think it's a video that goes with it, which is Sal wearing a mask of me, walk, you know, going around the studio acting like an idiot. This might have been the song he fell off the stage to, by the way. That's right. Every phlegmy morning came in at 2%. And then, uh, oh, here's another tie at 1%. Master of buoys and money, mon, money night football. I think they mean Monday night football. Master of buoys, of course, off the Metallica thing. Yeah. Yeah, Monday night football. There you go. There's the rundown, the big vote. Very nice. People have been waiting for that. Vote. Good selection. Yep. You know what I stumbled onto uh, while we were away on Sirius was the Led Zeppelin channel. And How'd you do that? How'd you? Where, what channel great. is that? I don't. I don't. Have That's that channel. where Deep Tracks usually is. And so oh. they turned it into the Led Zeppelin channel for a while, and it was awesome. Do they just play Led Zeppelin, or do they do other artists? Basically, what I heard was a whole Led Zeppelin concert, which was awesome. Oh, I love that. And then they, you know, the rest of the time they were just playing. But, you know, you'll hear Jimmy Page talking about things and stuff like that. You know what I like that uh, on Over the Hills and Far Away, the acoustic guitar that Jimmy Page does. The, that that opening sequence of guitar playing, I think, is among mm-hmm. his best. <laughs> Here you go. Isn't that great? Yeah. Jimmy Page says what he was going for is, a, I forget how he put it, but soft and hard. Like, starts out soft, and then you know how they kick in the drums right. and the bass yeah. and everything. A lady thinking All the uh Oh there's Robin singing along. Enjoy. Hey lady. A lady. She's got the love I need. Maybe. These guys had a lot of ladies with love that they needed. <laughs> like endless ladies. Yeah, who knew there were so many? Women used to just swoon over Jimmy Page. He'd come out in like a wizard's outfit. And like even, it was even crop top, like a belly shirt. Well, or it was open all the way down to his waist. No, that was uh, Robert Plant. Oh, yeah, and Jimmy too. That's right. Yeah. But uh, the women would swoon. Must have been awesome. And yeah, and Jim and Robert Plant would just sort of roam around the stage showing off. I thought Robert could have like used a couple of ab exercises if you're going to open up your shirt. (laughs) Well, I saw him when he was really young. (laughs) Yeah, me too. But I I mean, it it was like a belly. There was a little flab there. I mean, he wore like tight bell bottom pants and then like he always had the belly out. And I was like, you know, if you got a six pack, okay, I get it. (laughs) But he was a little soft in the middle. But uh, this, I, I just think this song's so great. 
Yeah, well, it was awesome listening to a concert, one after the other of these amazing songs and riffs. This riff uh, makes women's legs spread instantly, according to the band. Uh, also, oh, last week on Howard 101, a lot of people wrote in about wedding week. They liked it. We highlighted some of the great wedding moments from our show. Howard Wedding Week was a hit. It's crazy how many wedding moments there were on your show and the material that it's created. It was really fantastic. Uh, Richard Christie bringing beer to his own wedding like he was going to a backyard high school party was hilarious. So typical. Yeah, he was afraid there wouldn't be beer at his wedding. Yeah. How does he not know if there's beer? (laughs) Ronnie, the limo driver, should be banned from all weddings. It's like having a screaming child who doesn't know how to behave. Wedding Week was great. I really enjoyed it. Uh, a lot of people also enjoyed the Ronnie and the staff happy hour brawl right as we mm-hmm. went on vacation. It was right before we ended the show and kind of worked into it, like this huge fight between Ronnie and Mike Fox and Chris Wilding and Ralph. Yeah, it, it, as it yeah. went on, everybody apparently is fighting on that Zoom happy hour party. Yeah. Ronnie was back at happy hour this past Friday, by the way. I was going to say, have there been any since we left? How is it that a 70-year-old man is such a childish, immature bitch? Ronnie needs attention, and when he doesn't get it, he gets upset. That's why the staff happy hour turned into the Ronnie hour. The man is an asshole to the third power. I'm no Mike Fox fan, but when I hear Ronnie argue, it makes my skin crawl. He is quite possibly the most ignorant human being I've ever heard on radio. Ronnie Why is there just no, like, he's no Mike Fox fan. Did he ever even know Mike Fox? I, d- I don't even know Mike Fox. <laughs> Ronnie is just like my brother-in-law. He loves busting balls, but when people bust back, oh boy, he gets hostile and threatens to take his toys and go home. Ronnie isn't sensitive. He's overly sensitive, which makes him difficult to be around. Tell me about it. Uh, Ronnie did have one supporter in the fan feedback. Please, 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 more Ronnie. You break this guy's balls, but he's the most honest person on the show. He's really an anomaly. Team Romney all the way. Hmm. Who else is lying to us? Yeah, I mean, what do you mean an anomaly? Howard. First of all, I, that's I, the uh, first person to ever write in with anomaly. Yeah. So I stopped by the Zoom uh, happy hour on Friday for a little bit, and Ronnie was there. But it was really funny because Ronnie basically laid back in his chair with his arms folded and then somebody would tell a story and he would go, funny story. You know what I mean? Like he was like, he would, he wasn't participating. He was like, Oh, you better be careful. Don't say that word. But he was basically just goofing on people, but not even like the, it was more like Ronald came by to make fun of people. And don't you think with like Ronnie was in high school, people constantly goofed on him. And now he's like part of the show. And now he's sitting back and goofing on everyone. I think Ronnie hardly showed up to high school. That's what I think. What do you mean, based on the grammar? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You mean Ronnie couldn't be goofed on in high school because Ronnie didn't go? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. Anyway, a lot of the listeners also thought the rest of the staff came off like a bunch of babies. Howard, the ridiculous argument between Ronnie and Mike Fox makes for great radio, but your crew fights like a bunch of catty Real Housewives on Bravo. Uh, a lot of people enjoyed the arguments. Wednesday's show went off the rails. Ronnie was laughing like the Joker, and Howard and Robin steered the conversation perfectly. Here you go, oh, Robin. Thank you. I could listen to this arguing all day long. I love it when we hear behind the scenes guys like Derek and Mike Fox. Also, more Ralph. He's like a gas on fire. <laughs> 
I need to see this unhappy hour. Please let me be a fly on the wall. I've been listening to the show since I was 11. I'm now 35 years old. I have to see what's going on inside the Zoom happy hour. It's fantastic. Team Ronnie. Who is Matt Fox? Guy's name's Mike, just for the record. (laughs) And one listener concludes that Chris Wilding is to blame for the entire Ronnie fiasco. Ronnie's, Ronnie's anger is so misplaced. Chris Wilding started the entire fight with Ronnie. Wilding is a backstabbing asshole bitch. I have no idea why anyone would want to happy hour with him. I'm glad that Ralph told him to kick rocks and Mike Fox sounded like a pussy. Wow. There you go. Was Mike Fox in the happy hour? I wonder. He was. He was. And did he and Ronnie get into it at all? Ronnie just seemed to be ignoring him mostly. You know what I mean? He would be like, right. he was just kind of. He's still Ronnie giving was, him he, the treatment, though. He was giving us all the treatment. <laughs> Let's go to. Uh, well, you know what? I should end the show. My neighbors are going to wake up. Did Derek go to the happy hour or did he start his own? <laughs> That's a, You know, those are good questions. Mike, how was the happy hour for you? Was it like uncomfortable? Um, it started out actually real nice because it wasn't shtickified. And like when Gary was on there, we, we were like friendly breaking each other's balls. And then, you know, Gary signs off, Derek signs off. And it just seems like then everything changes. And all of a sudden shit goes from like zero to a thousand and Ronnie gets to be the star. And yeah, it got, it got a little rough. What do you do? He start picking on you. So I was wearing a shirt. I have this shirt that I, my girlfriend bought for me. Uh, we were on, we were traveling. And it's a bike, and for the wheels, it has lemons on it. And, you know, an unevolved perfect person might say, hey, that looks like tits or whatever. But I like the shirt because I feel like when life gives you lemons, make lemonade or something. So he just starts on there. And I'm just like, I, I was just, like, firstly, it bothered me a little bit because, of course, it's like behind the scenes, guys, they don't get to interact with a ton of famous people. So for everything he says is a big laugh. But then it's like, is it really funny or is it just Ronnie's kind of, you know, to them, he's a big clown. And I don't know. I was thinking about it. He's 70 years old and he, he's like, he's like a high school kid. And I don't know. Something doesn't add up, but he basically, long story short, he, he genuinely hates me. It's not a joke. He, uh-huh. he hates me. But That's at the part, at the, uh, at the unhappy hour, why didn't he just like leave you alone? I thought that was the plan. Ronnie, I thought you weren't going to say anything to Mike. I did leave him alone, but he says you would make him fun of his shirt. Until uh, you didn't. I, no, dude. First of all, don't lie. Here you go lying again. Because when I got on happy hour, everybody was making fun of the shirt already. That I don't think so because when oh, you, you don't on, think you so. Quite, you were quite bring the rest quiet. of the bring the rest of the guys in that were there, okay? They no, were making, we, we when don't, I came on, they were making fun of your shirt already. Either way, even if that's the case. Now we were drinking and shit. I don't think that was the case, but even if it was you're the one who said it looked like a fucking bikini top and then really started going after me. Never said it looked like a bikini top. Never said that. Okay, now we're, he said, she said. All I know is I thought there was a, a man there. I thought he was more than just, you know, an asshole who screams cunt. I found out that, no, he isn't. He's a, he's a dick, and this is just who oh. he is. I, I was mistaken for a while. I well, thought yeah, I'm a dick. Like, I'm a dick. Okay, I'm a dick. Well, no. Here's the. Point. I, I'm a dick who who started this whole thing, right? I no, no, no. Thing with your no. bullshit lies. No, your bullshit lies that your girlfriend was upset about the whole thing. Okay. That started the, this whole thing. No, and no. then you fucking text me like a little fucking cunt. 
and Oof. fucking call me up or try and call me on the fucking phone to apologize that it was all stick for the fucking show. Go and fuck yourself. <laughs> now you know why I think you're bullshit. That you're is- total fucking bullshit. Kid. Okay. That's not exactly the story. I said to him on Friday, I could see how you want, how there could be something I could apologize to you for. Meaning like I, and I said, do you want me to talk to you about it? Do you want me to apologize? No, I don't want to talk to you about it. I don't fucking care. I don't fucking need to hear from you. Exactly. And and it's like, so, so it's like, you basically either want to just scream at me and have me sit there or not. Like there's no restitution. So it's just annoying. And it's like, well, the, uh, the party sounds like it gets really, really crazy. I mean, I thought Ronnie, like this relationship is getting much better. Yeah, yeah, I thought him. that Ron. I thought Ronnie was going to leave Mike alone, and Mike was going to leave Ronnie alone, and everything. John, you were there, right? I was there. Yes, what, what, I think what Mike's just. I just Mike is just a big baby who needs to be liked by everyone, and oh. Ronnie just does not like him, and Mike can't deal with that. And Mike is the instigator. He's a baby. He, he complains about people bullying him. And really, no one's paying attention to him. I think, guys, have my you ever met John Blit? Is John Blit? part of reality like he exists on his own plane I, I i don't think it's really fair to take any words he says as existing within reality the guy is fucking crazy in my opinion john are you crazy i don't well maybe i'm crazy but you know i don't know about somebody who kind of has this false outrage about ronnie saying kike and lying about that i mean that's just all it's just false outrage and bullshit and you know, yeah. so that's that was the, the guy who goes up to people on the street and harasses them constantly is outraged by people being fake. Yes, that's his that, fucking that's, job. Yeah, you I, that's my job to, to, to bother people. Well, anyway, it's gotten very. Hold on, guys. It's oh, gotten very year. ugly. Yeah, I heard Mike wished that Ronnie would get COVID-19. <gasps> is that true? Yeah, it's true. No, wow. no. Yeah, it's I, true. It's true. It, don't was, fucking said, back don't, out it. of it now. It's true. OK, this is what you do every time. It's like you've been on this earth how many years, but you still got to get every fucking thought in your head out. Let me respond. I, I at the end, I was breaking his balls. I said, "Yeah, go to the bagel store. Make sure you go to the bagel store a bunch of times just to be safe. Make sure you get the freshest bagels." No, so I didn't actually. Joking. Yeah, I was breaking. I was. I thought that was a little less mean than Ronnie, who goes, "You know that I hate you, right?" Like without a smile, and I'm like, "Is that is that fun to do to somebody to just tell you?" And what, and what did I say afterwards? What did I say afterwards? Uh, you said that you were contacted by an ex-member. No, I didn't say that's got nothing to do with it. That person has nothing to do with it. You said, I, you said, I said, I hate you. Did I say that? Did I say that? Did I say that? I don't know. I thought you did. No, you don't know. See, you're a fucking asshole. You're a total fucking asshole. How am I an asshole? Like, Ronnie. Long story short, I know we're on the fucking air and all, but yeah, my I am air sure and all. My air and all. Yeah, my air and all. Okay. No, I didn't say your. See, you can't fucking hear anything. No, I, I Ronnie, hear anything. did you grad? Ronnie, did you graduate high school? <laughs> no. I graduated fucking high school. What? Yeah, I graduated fucking high school. Why? No, we were wondering before if you had, we we were saying I was saying Ronnie probably got picked on in high school, and Robin speculated that you couldn't have because you probably didn't attend. <laughs> I wasn't there a lot in my senior year, but I was there. <laughs> he was there for the women. Only. Don't worry what I did, fucking Fox. Worry about <laughs> yourself. Worry you about guys, yourself. I Go want home and change you... your fucking diaper. I will. All right. Well, anyway, no, but, uh, what, 
Okay. Yes. I, Go ahead, Mike. I, it's just annoying because it's like things are stick until they're not, and now it's, this is just what it is now, and it's fine. But okay, I'm sorry. All right. Listen, I, I according to according to the email, and again, it's not a scientific poll. <laughs> a lot of people were with Ronnie. A lot of people were with you, Mike. It seemed very split in terms really? of what the, the reaction was. Am I right, Gary? Am I am I right about that? Yes. Yeah. It seemed to it seemed to be split. I um somebody just was telling me, Howard. I guess that uh, you know, Blit was just on here a minute ago talking to Mike. I guess those Mike Fox and Blit had an argument in our office some years ago, like a really bad argument, and they still don't talk to each other. Is that true, Mike? Yeah, I can tell you. Long story short, this all happened. We have this internal <laughs> Facebook. Thanks for adding that, Gary. Uh, we have this internal Facebook type thing, and there was once this news story about like I don't know some anti-Semitic shit, and I wrote. As somebody who's dealt with anti-Semitism, I feel like the media is trying to, to make us think more anti-Semitic shit has happened. And then apparently that like en enraged Blit. No, it didn't enrage me. You said you were a victim of anti-Semitism. And I asked you, I was just really curious. Well, what, like, how have you been but a victim? On. Of, hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, Mike. Hang on, hang on. I was talking. Ronnie, Ronnie, too. I was talking. Why don't I finish the uh, Go ahead. Go ahead, then. So, go ahead. So he asked me about on, yeah, on whatever it is. I said, I said, okay, let's talk about it offline. So offline, we talked about it. We thought it was understood. We no, 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 but it wasn't understood. You wouldn't but, answer see, you're me. you're fucking interrupting again. But, but well, wait a second. Let me hear what John's got to say. Go ahead, John. But, thank you very much. So I guess you, you said, let's talk about it off air. And I asked you, and you didn't give me an answer. And then you kind of mumbled, well, sometimes I struggle with anti-Semitism no, no, at the no, office. No. It, no. it is. At the office. No, really true. At the office. And I was like, who? And you just walked away, and I let it go. That's exactly what wow. happened. No, no. I didn't yes, even know yes. he was Jewish. He's not really Jewish, though. <laughs> um, you're not but Jewish. he has suffered from anti-Semitism. Yes. Yeah, I, there's a whole movement of non-Jews who are suffering from anti-Semitism. <laughs> yeah. I had a bar mitzvah. Yeah, he needs fucking attention, the little baby. That's it. Yeah. That's why he lies to get on air. He just completely lied to get hey, on John, air. Hey, John, didn't your father survive the Holocaust? Yeah, totally. And whenever I go to a restaurant with my dad, I make the reservation under Mengele or another funny Nazi, and he does enjoy it. So I'm I'm all about Jew jokes. <laughs> all right, look, I don't know what's going on with this. What happy is going on? Fair, I just want to say, Howard. that wasn't the whole story. He skipped like a major, major few parts of it. No, I didn't. I, I, don't, think it's, story, I don't think it's that interesting probably for you, Howard, but but a lot. Mike, John is saying that you said you were a victim of anti-Semitism. When he asked you about it, you had no anti-Semitism. Is that correct? Is that the idea, John? There was no story. Yes, that's the idea. And I was not angry at all. Okay. Zero anger there. I was just curious. Okay, but you also left out we were at a karaoke bar, and he starts, like, going off on me. Like, oh, Mike Fox, that poor victim of anti-Semitism, blah, blah, in front of a whole bar of people. And, <laughs> yeah. and hold on, hold on. That was a good song. I like that song. Okay, so then so then I took him aside, and and I said, do me a favor. I, it's not something I want to joke about. Just no, you didn't take me aside. Out of that's, your that's, that's not no. true. No, and then no, no, no. in the office, a few that's months later, true. he did the exact same thing. So I yelled at him. I said, never fucking talk to me again. Fuck you. Because I know that was, I wanted to hear your rapping. And you said, I wasn't, had nothing to do with anti-Semitism. Mike is a really great rapper who sometimes he uses is? the N-word. Yeah, he's really good. You should he hear his rap. He uses the N-word, huh? Sometimes, yeah. Oh. He's a good rapper. Oh, that's okay, right? That's he's a good rapper. Good. He's really good. He's got some How really great rhymes. Are you guys implying you battle rapped? Is that what I, happened? I, look, I'm not a professional rapper. I don't rhyme. But Mike is a great rapper. And when I started rapping, he got very angry. 
and told me to shut the fuck up and never talk to him. And I was, I was okay oh. with that. It, it wasn't yeah. that simple. There was, it, I look simple. at it as multiple. I think it's events. good. You're all quarantined. What do you think of that? Oh yeah. I'm glad you're not all in the same office. I've enjoyed what in the hell is going on here? So the let me get is, this straight. Mike, is there anyone left on the staff who likes you? Uh, nobody on air, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> you, I like you. To, you guys are pretty cool with me for whatever reason. I didn't know you rap. Is that true? Do you rap or is this a joke? I joke. No, like jokingly, but never, not for real. No. Did you write the song Touch My No-No? I do have a song. That's a joke song about Touch My No-No. Yeah. What is No-No? Penis? Yeah. It's like my private parts. If it's Touch My No, Touch My No-No. It's like a little. Let me hear a little. uh, Well, the chorus is Touch My No, Touch My No-No. Okay. Touch My No. Touch my no-no. I mean, I'm not going to... I don't have it here to play for you, but... That was amazing. No. That was amazing rap. <laughs> yeah. That was really... Fucking the most fantastic rap. I, you guys are I hysterical. never claimed to be a good rapper. Oh, Let good me try rapper, that. Dude. Touch my no. Great. Touch my no-no. Touch my no. Touch my no-no. A little bit slower, Howard. Touch my no-no. I like it. Touch my no. Touch my no-no. Ronnie, that was good. Yeah. All right. Let's sum up. I'm a star now. Oh, you can sum up, but you're not going to be able to solve it. it this is unsolvable, I promise you. But yes. sum up. I, I always hate angst with my crew. I like to see you guys all getting along. I thought everybody loved each other. So did I. Most of us I didn't did. know. I didn't know. I would suggest an end to the happy hour, but whatever. Yeah, the uh, happy hour is really fun. Nobody, like, while the happy hour is happening, everyone's fucking laughing, having a great time, drinking. Everyone is having a John great Blit, time. Do you, Blit, do you think I was having fun on Friday? Seriously. I, I wasn't really paying attention. You weren't? You were fucking talking to me the whole time. He I said, wasn't talking to you. I was enjoying you, happy hour and watching your okay, so interactions Will, with everyone and people making fun of your shirt. And then the conversation goes away from you and people talk about other things. Will told like when Blit, you're not talking, you kind of need attention, I think. I, I don't know. You're the one who won't shut up. Will told Blit to rank his favorite, everybody on the staff that was yeah. at happy hour. Who do you think came in last place? You. <laughs> yeah. yeah, out of eight people. It's not bad. Yeah, but then you said out of the entire staff, I'd be, still be in last place. Yeah, probably. probably. You mean at happy hour, John, they said to you, who rank your favorite staffers and you did it? Yeah, why not? Who was on your list? I think Will oh, was no, number here's the, one. Here's Jason was, Will was number one for sure. Yeah, Will, Will is not, number one because Will has power around here. Wait a minute, here, Mike. No, Let no, him no. talk. Will is a Will is a great guy. It has Thank nothing you, to do with power. Like, Mike, you Mike. say that uh, Will is his number one because Will is his boss. Yeah, basically, the second he signed off, Jason goes, "What the fuck? Why didn't he put me number one? I hang out with him all the time." <laughs> well, Jason was number two. Yeah, number two and shit. number one are really they're silver and gold medal. You're you know? a fucking kiss ass, dude. You're like. You're sure. Bullshit. Why wouldn't I kiss ass? Because <laughs> kissing ass is what, 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 kissing ass is friendship. It's not even kissing ass. I like the person. He's number one. Jason's number two. Ronnie, who is your three. most favorite person on the staff? Hmm. That's a good question. Never really yeah. thought about it. I mean, leave me and Robin out of it because we're everyone's favorite because we're so fucking great. <laughs> of course. Um. Hmm. It's a good question. Me. Mike Fox? No, oh, wait a minute, no, Ronnie's no thinking. Oh, I hate him according to what what he says. Do um, you hate him? No, hate is a horrible word. Okay. Okay. I dislike him. 
because right. he, he's a big fucking baby and he can't take it. You know, he likes if I apologize, if I apologize, he, to I, you. there's no apologizing because it's way too late for that bullshit with the crap that you pull. You're like a little fucking kid, man. You can't. What about take the uh, what about the fact that people say you have a thing? I can't. A lot, of, time, yeah, like a lot of times, yeah. A lot of times I can't take. Yeah, a lot of times I can't take it. Obviously, either. but but I I don't. I'm not like him who constantly cries like a fucking baby. I didn't cry. You I'll take look. I'll take my medicine. I've taken lots of medicine on this fucking show, dude. You get you just can't take it. I can take it. No, and you can't. Instance, I look stayed on you. the happy hour all of Friday because I was like, keep bringing it. Yeah, because you were have somebody was talking to you, paying attention to you. You were happy. Yeah, Ronnie has taken. I mean, remember when Ronnie was washing his asshole in the sink, and then Ronnie was taking <laughs> it in the ass with a dildo and a strap on. I mean, he has taken. He's taken a lot for this show. He has taken. I get lot. it. I I like I said. I feel like. There, the way in which the events happened, I feel like I could apologize to him for how it came across to him. But if he says, I don't want to fucking hear that, I don't like you, then we're done. That's it. Yeah, good idea. All right, that's right. it. So, it's over. All so right. it's not me not so, taking it. All right, all right. I was just doing a recap. I wanted to know if you guys were didn't know happy the fight or... was still going on. Well, yeah. I, I, I was. I wasn't there the week before, so I don't know what went down. You know, I, I they were probably happy I wasn't there. I, I don't know. Mike, were you happy when Ronnie That's didn't show thing. up? No, to be honest, I kind of felt, oh, fuck, I fucked it over for, like, now this is, he's not going to come back. And then, boy, did he ever come back. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Everybody was yelling at Mike Fox because, he, he, you know, Ronnie left happy hour. And they're like, happy hour sucks without Ronnie. Good job, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> so now, now it's Mike like. Mike shit no matter what. Ronnie's the life of the party. It's unbelievable. Absolutely. Yeah, I, My I, I thing think is, back to of, uh, Bubba the Love Sponge's wedding. I mean, no one made that wedding more fun than Ronnie. Got that right. What well, did you we yell still at didn't again? get Ronnie's list of who oh, yeah. he likes. Who's your to list, that? Ron? Give me your top five people who work at the show. Uh, I got. I, I guess I got to say, JD. Wow, is number one. No, not number one. I, I, I don't. Well, who's number I, one? There's you no got to make a number one. one. There's got to be a number one or else there's no fun. Blit made a, a number one. Uh, I guess I guess it would be between John Hine and the Shusha. Oh, wow. I didn't know the Shusha made your list. Wow. wow. Yeah, the Shusha, and I, the Shusha and I are pretty close. Really? Yeah. So the okay, Shusha is number one? Okay, who else is on the list? Well, I think it's like a tie between the Shusha and John. But first, there's other, is, but course. who else is you don't like anybody else? Hit him with the high. No, I like I like I like J.D. Uh, Sal and Richard. Woo. I love those guys. Uh, Ronnie like, is referring like, to the shusher, a woman who was hired to shush people while I sleep in my office. Yes. That's and Bl favorite. Blitz Blitz as crazy as Blitz is. He's a lot of fun to talk to. So I, I enjoy John a lot. Sounds like you mentioned everyone on the staff, but Mike Fox. No, no, no. I mean, no. I don't. No, he I don't hasn't mentioned Gary. He hasn't I don't mentioned yeah. well, Jason. Gary, he, Gary, you said to leave the on-air people off, not to not oh. to count. No, them. just me and Howard. Oh, all right. Well, Gary's in uh, there, but me and Gary just mentioned had our shit. Yeah, Gar is it John on there? Me, me and Gary's had our shit, you know. But <laughs> uh, you know, we carry on, and we we don't we don't we don't act like babies like this idiot. 
Okay, Ronnie, I'm not acting like a baby anymore. Oh, boy. You're over. I'm like, I'm not doing anything at this point, but you're still, I'm still dead to you. Like, you're done with me. So it's a little different. No, I'm not done with you. Otherwise, if I was so done with you, why would I make fun of your fucking stupid shirt? <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and here, here's the other thing, Howard. Okay. You guys want to see the shirt? No, no, no. Nobody wants to see a stupid shirt. All I'm saying is when I came on that day, I didn't come on to like probably like a half hour into it. They were already making fun of his shirt. So right away now he's trying to blame the whole thing on me. I don't know if we should that's not that's number one. Number two, if you're gonna wear a shirt that covers your nipples, that looks like two fucking goddamn like cups over your fucking tits. (laughs) What do you think? People are not gonna make fun of it? And then of course hold on, shut the fuck up. It's my turn. Yeah, go ahead. Then he tries to put it on. Oh, well, you know, my girlfriend bought me the shirt somewhere and they went Madrid or somewhere. I don't know where the fuck they were. And now he's trying to say that I'm insulting his girlfriend again. No, I'm not. You're creating oh, that. Oh, bullshit. John, you were there. Oh, God. Of course he's going to agree with you. He's a fight. That's what he's going to do. But the fact is, Please. I didn't say, hey, this shirt means a lot to me because it was bought well, in Madrid. First of all, Mike, I got it. I got it. I got it. You did. You fucking lied. When asked about it. Oh, when, my God. It's very different. You're changing history. No, I'm not changing anything, dude. No, because that's go how you remember and, it because you don't have a memory. Go back and listen to the fucking tape, you idiot. There isn't a tape of Happy Hour. It wasn't a radio show, you oh, idiot. I'm sure there's a tape somewhere. Yeah, okay. It's okay. First of all, well, let's I'm be saying, honest. Yeah. First of all, when it comes to fashion, I think Ronnie's got credibility. He wears those skull T-shirts, and they look fucking awesome. So Is that what you know. he wears yeah, for the cocktail that's party? That's right. Uh, yeah. So... <laughs> No, he was making fun also because I was he was making fun because I was wearing a cop shirt. No, I just said it was explosive that he was wearing it on that day. That's all. What's the difference? Go ahead, Howard. You were going to say something. Boy, you felt Ronnie's choice of shirt was poor because of what happened with the uh, gentleman who was uh, was choked to to death with the knee. So you felt Ronnie should not be wearing a cop shirt. You know what it is? On reflection, it's not maybe the greatest thing to say, but. I was getting shit for my shirt, so I went after his shirt. But it probably, you know, I, I'm not like anti-cops or anti-protesters. I, I should have just not really said that. Yeah, you say a lot of things you shouldn't have said. Benji says, if just to back up Ronnie now, Mike, Benji says that he was making fun of your shirt during the happy hour before Ronnie. There were so, a lot of people doing it. When I came on, they were making fun of it. That's okay. the first thing I heard when I came on. Uh, Mike... What's, I don't remember Mike's last name, but the oh. other, there's another Mike that was on there. Oh. He was making fucking fun of it the second I got on the damn thing. I, I didn't even talk yet. Well, here's the other part that's happening, Howard. People are seeing that this is becoming a thing. So now you have people like the board op from the wrap-up show trying to instigate, vi- you know, like verbal abuse. And it's just, it's like missing something. And it just feels like you're in high school again about, around a bunch of dumb jocks. And I don't know. I never did well around a bunch of dumb jocks. It's like almost it's not the, like li- lying about being offended by a, a, an anti-Semitic comment to get on air. But that's not like what a, I did. Wait, are you saying the board up of the wrap up show isn't worthy of making fun of you? I'm saying he might have a little less nuance mm, than maybe like a Howard Stern, perhaps. This is Just like a, the real housewives of Zoom. Don't you think? Oh, my like, goodness. Uh, well, I anyway. used to enjoy these happy hours and these things stink now. But well, I feel I'm like sorry. if I don't go, I'm a pussy. I'm sorry to, yeah, right. Now you have to go. I'm, right, I'm, but I hate it. 
So don't yeah, go. You fuck, yeah, you fucking hate it. Yeah. Okay. Who are you fucking joking? Yeah, no one doesn't want you to go. That's yeah. a fact. Like, well, I I'm like when you're there. there. Who yeah, else are we going to shit on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need a punching bag. Come on. I, I like Well, Robin, are you team Mike Fox or team John Blit? Where are you going? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All of America is asking that. I guess I'm gonna go with Blit. Oh, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go. To, I'm gonna take heart. my team and just go home. I um, <laughs> I want to say, look, I was reading the email. I wanted to know how happy hour went after yeah. all of this, and I can see that there is still some bumps in the road. A uh, Ronnie has a problem with um with Mike Fox. He made fun of the shirt, but others were making fun of the shirt. Mike says no. Ronnie made fun of the shirt first. And there's the rub. That's bullshit. Okay. Regardless, isn't this kind of strange that we're dealing with all adults here? There's no children, no people of low intelligence, no whack packers. And this is what we're doing. This is how we get together. Oh, this guy's got lemons on his shirt. That looked like tits. Maybe I maybe Ronnie wasn't the first person to say it, but he went on pretty hard. I I may have no. I wasn't the only one. Here we go. Have you ever hung out with guys? No, no. (laughs) Somehow I doubt it. No, I guess not. I guess not. That's what guys do. They bust balls. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You don't see everybody else crying on here. I'm not crying about the shirt. You asked how it started. That's how it started. Well, you know. The easiest solution is to just not go to happy hour, but I, if you if you stop, then it won't be. Why would you tell them not to go? Yeah, what the oh. fuck, man? It's it's we have fun. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where this is coming from. Not to have it. We have well, it, we have fun. It doesn't sound like fun to me. But well, uh, okay. maybe you got because you got one little girl on there. I can't help that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little girl, but I do. I really look like a little girl if I don't. Let me ask I you something, Mike. Going? And no offense to Ronnie, do you really expect some sort of highbrow in, uh, conversation with Ronnie during happy hour? Ronnie's about good times. Ronnie's about meeting girls. Ronnie's about meeting guys. He's about having fun. He's about it. yelling out stuff. Yeah, you know that's going to be I the way it is. I expected it was like you know we'd have a little you know, fighting or whatever, and then it would be over. And mm. I, even if it necessitates an apology, I could apologize. But it doesn't seem like it's going to be over, and that's fine, but it's just, it's called happy hour. So it's right. like not, it's just, you know. it's. I was happy. I had a great time. We were on I know you two, did. We were on for two and a half hours, man. I had a great time. Yeah, right, well, Will? There you go. Yeah, I have Howard, lots of fun. Yeah. yeah. Yes, Gary. Howard, we just, oh, we just did a too, quick, Will, uh, by the way. We just did a quick office poll. Whose side are you on? And, uh, uh, Mike got crushed 13 to four, 13 people wow. on team Ronnie, four to for team fair, Mike Fox. I, I voted for Ronnie just to be a dick on that. Well, I feel, <laughs> oh, you're so, oh, you're so cool. He wants to be one of the guys now. I'm so funny. Aren't Put I, your fucking dress away and then you could be one of the guys. Fuck you, Ronnie. Seriously. Why don't you remember something ever? You, you're, you've got like, the I men- remember everything, man. I got a okay, fucking yeah. elephant you re- head. You remember your fucking own version of events. He does have a, and there's uh, no an, elephant. He's an elephant head. Yeah, you have an elephant head. I didn't know. Yeah, I remember everything, especially when it comes come when it comes to this dick. Can I give you some advice on Ronnie, Mike? If you want to make up with Ronnie, you You got to extend. You got to extend an olive branch. This is what I think you should do. Why don't you order one of those big strap-on dildos and give it to him, (laughs) and he can stick it in his ass. And then every time he puts it in his ass, he'll think about you and he'll have a better feeling. He'll get a smile on his face. I'd be willing to do that. But I I, 
The thing I learned was I feel like Ronnie, would you accept a big dildo for your asshole from Mike? No, you won't. No. Wow. I didn't expect that answer. I just want to say one thing. I, when he breaks other people's balls, I see like a smile get on his face because he's like actually likes the person. The thing I learned Friday is he he gets a huge smile on his face when he breaks my balls because he likes to see me like get crushed. It's <laughs> it's not so fun, which is okay. It's just what I, I understand, Ronnie. Yeah. That Mike he can observed. be hurt. now he's a fucking psychiatrist. Well, I heard Mike can be a lot of fun. I heard sometimes he shows his belly to the guys and says, "I'm a big fat belly boy." You sing a song, "I'm a big fat belly boy." Is that right, Mike? I, yeah, I, I do that. To be, you know, I try to make people laugh, but then at the same time, then when it sometimes gets a little darker, I'm like, oh, shit, why did I expose my big fat belly? Because you want people to look and talk to you, man. That's why. Okay, that's it. Yeah, I just love attention. I don't want to actually have a friend. We know that already. You don't have yeah, to tell okay, us. Okay, okay. See, All right. Howie, we could go another four hours. There's gonna, Nothing's going to change. This is it. All right. That was my point. Uh, yeah. Thank you, John Blitt. Thank you, Will Murray. Mike Fox. Ronnie, the limo driver. Thank you. These guys. Uh, thank you, Ron. And uh, and I and I do want to hear more about these happy hours and the, the what goes on behind the scenes. I like it. And um, you know, this is uh, all fascinating stuff, Robin. This is what goes on. This is a the happy scenes. hour. Yes. This is what they call happy. If hour. you I wondered thank, what it was like to be at a happy hour, I want to thank my bros in Metallica. Yeah, I'm happy to call them bros. Because they've invented that beautiful blackened American whiskey. God bless Metallica. Infusing music into whiskey. Oh, ho, ho, this is something. Thank you. You knew Metallica Robin, could make good music, but did you know that they could make good whiskey? Yeah, no one believed it, but I did. <laughs> Robin, you are a delight. And so are you. No, I know the truth. No, you are. <laughs> Would you wear the lemon shirt say. tomorrow? You are. I would love to wear the lemon shirt. I you hope do. nobody says anything. <laughs> I'm going to make fun of you if you do. All right. I'll see you tomorrow and uh, goodbye.